Yes, people, it's episode 165 of Griff's Brain Dump, and it's me, Griff. Obviously, I am uh, in the car. I'm outside my home, outside Macassar. And, um, yeah, quarantine. I've been working from home all week, and so I've gone a bit mad in the week. I've gone a bit mad. I've, it's just been, it's been a lot working from home. I've left the house a few times. Uh, yesterday, I just drove. Where to? Nowhere. I was just driving. I had to actually had to pop to Tool Station. Got some stuff to do uh, around flat. And a drive that should take ten minutes, if that at tops. Took me twenty five because I went the scenic route. I just drove around and around. And around, I was like, hey, let me just go up this street. Ooh, I've never been up this street before. Let me just have a look here. Oh, let me just do that. Let me just drive here. That's what I've been doing. Other than going for walks, I've been going for drives. And I'm not one of those people who go for scenic drives, but I, I have been. And I tell you what, it's a different vibe driving like that. I'm always such a A to B driver. I am going from here. I need to be here by this time. That's why I'm driving. If I could take the train, I would have done, but I can't. I'm driving. And that's how I've always just driven. But yesterday, driving for no reason. Oh, the sights I saw. I saw the sights. I saw houses. <laughs> the way it is, you live somewhere, but you've, you've, you've never gone to a certain area because you've got no need. You don't know anyone there. You never bothered visiting there. So I thought, let me just drive to that place. And I drove. I just drove there. Drove slowly. Just looked at houses. Looked, oh, we've got this shop here. And I've always known that if I take this street, I'll get back to this point. I've never driven down that street before. Let me just drive down this street. All right. That's what's down this street. Okay. Fair enough. After this podcast, I'm going to do the exact same thing. Let's go for, you know, 10, 15 minute drive. And that's it, man. And uh, before I went for this drive, though, oh, I was... I was pissing off my wife because of my mood swings. I, did, I didn't know. Ah, uh, I was so ratty. So ratty. And I'd realised it's because I hadn't been out for like about 48 hours. Um, the only person I'd spoken to was her or, um, or people on conference calls at work. Like no other conversation. And uh, like I said, I'm just a bit tired of just talking to one person. <laughs> and me, so she didn't even take it personally. This is why I'm married. She understood exactly what I meant. It's not just talking to one person. I like talking to her. But part of my day I like is actually coming home to her. I like that part of my day. I like getting on with my life and then thinking, huh, right, on the way home, oh, I'm going to see her. wonder how her day's been. I'll find out. You know, I'll sit down, I'm ready to, like, hear it all. But then when you're just with someone all day and stuff, and you're just, like, you're constantly checking in on each other anyway because you're just there. You, you you can hear from the next room what's going on in their day and stuff. And it's just, like, like there's nothing to break this up, kind of thing. So, um, but we've been good. And my tips for anyone working from home with their spouse or significant other is to have a routine and have time apart while you're in the house so we don't actually spend that much time together 
in the house. It's just that few days where I'd realised I hadn't been out. And as soon as I went out on the drive, I was recalibrated, I was back to normal. But up until then, totally fine. And here's here's what I think is the recipe to it, right? So we're back in. So I sent here's uh, what I think the recipe to um getting it's getting a routine, you get a nice routine, right? So we start off, you know, wake up together, I'll make her a drink. And that immediately leaves the bedroom. That's her space now. The bedroom's her space. Living room is my space. Right? And I'm in there till about midday. And then she takes over the living room to do some exercise. Right? And then I go into the bathroom, have a shower. That's been the hardest part of working from home. Knowing when to shower. Because you shower to go out. And if you're not going out, then you're like, well, when, when do I wash? When do I wash? What am I washing for? So I then have a shower just to, you know, stay human. Got to take care of yourself. Then we have lunch together. And, well, that's not necessarily have lunch together. Sometimes we'll have lunch separately. But it'll be the same lunch because she'll make it. What an angel. And then um, I'll crack on in the bedroom. She'll take over the living room now. That's hers for the rest of the day. And then she'll go out for a walk. And then when she comes back from a walk... I'll go out for my walk. Mm-hmm. That's it. Go out for a walk separately. And then we come back in the evening, have dinner together, and just have a normal evening. And we ask each other, how's your day? Where do you go on your walk? Well, all right. I went here. Oh. Oh. I need to try that. Yeah. Go on this walk. And you just have to have your separate stuff. Because those of you living together, working home, and you're doing everything together... Let's go for a walk together. No. No. You live with each other. That was a space. You need a space. They say you saw in China the divorce rates, domestic violence rates, I spoke through the roof. And um, I think, obviously, domestic violence, that's that's got to be in you. I don't think just spending a bit too much time with someone, you just start, you know, slamming their head in the fridge. You're not going to start doing that, like, if that's not in you. But the divorce, the, the pressure in the relationship, if, if you don't have the same attitude towards spending time together or time apart, then it's going to get it's going to get techy. Like, you don't spend that much time with another person constantly. Even when you go on holiday, when when I and I go on holiday, right, um, we spend a lot of time together, but there's a lot of time near each other and not actually together. For example, by the pool, we have sun loungers. Obviously, our sun loungers right next to each other. We'll be sharing the table. Of course, we'll be doing stuff like that. Uh, but then she'll have her magazine. I'll have my magazine. I'll have my headphones in. She'll have her headphones in. And then we'll just tap each other when you want to go for lunch. Like, what, one? Okay, cool. And then that's it. Headphone back in. She'll go for a swim, do aqua aerobics. I'm noticing a theme here that she does exercise, right? <laughs> I exercise too, you know, but uh, just football, just football for me. Uh, yeah, then we'll go for lunch. And then that's when we sat at lunch, we'll start talking about the messages we've received uh, on WhatsApp or the podcast we're listening to or the magazine article that we've just read. And that's when we talk to each other about those things. Okay, yeah, yeah, this is what I was just reading. Duh, duh, duh. Oh, yeah, what's that? Duh, cool, 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 cool. And then we go back to where we sat next to each other and it's in our separate worlds again. But next to each other, we're near each other. Tabby said, do you want to go? I'm going to get a drink. Do you want a drink? Okay, I'll, I'll get us a drink. I'm going to pop back to the room. Do you need anything? It's, that's what we do. But we're both cool with that. 
Now, some people, if you're not cool with that, if you think that you need to be doing everything together, oh, there's an aqua aerobics class at 11. Please do it with me. I don't like aqua aerobics. Come on, do it with me. No, I don't like it, though. Come on, do it with me. I don't like aqua aerobics. Come on, why wouldn't you do it with me? Because I can't swim. And, you know, it's just that kind of thing. You just need to be able to just have your separate interests. And that. But, um, I mean, it's fun, though. It's been all right. I've, I've enjoyed seeing her spend this much time with her. But um, just for me, Percy, just having your day just broken up, just changed up a bit. You know, I, I think I need it. I think I just need it. I just need it changed up a bit. Um, so that's half the fun of working from home, isn't it? He's cheekily doing the things you actually want to do instead of working. But when there's actually nothing else outside, ugh, good. But, um, but what else did I talk about on the pod? Um spoke about us working from home. Um, I've been ringing family members more. I've been doing that more. Um, my reason for not calling family members more often is always, well, if I want to see them, I'll just go and visit them. And, and often I did do that. Um, but now I've got no excuse and I have to call people. And it's cool. It's cool to check in on people, see, what, see how they're going. It's a weird time. So it's interesting how other people are coping or... And dealing with it, with their strategies, with their experience of it, man. That's always interesting as well. But, um, yeah, what's been going on now? The coronavirus. What's, what's the latest with that? Um, it's not conspiracies, man. The 5G conspiracies have ramped up on, on my social media. To the point where I made up a whole theory. I, I tied in the downloads of Zoom and House Party. Um, with coronavirus and with 5G. Tied it all up in one conspiracy um, Facebook status. I said it was a lie at the bottom of it because, cool, I don't want to spread full fake information. But some people took it. Uh, knowing that it's a lie, obviously, it's a joke. Posted in their WhatsApp groups just to see the reaction they got. And I'll tell you what, some of the reactions that were sent back to me Flipping hilarious. Absolutely flipping hilarious. People going, thank you for confirming what I already knew. Thank you for confirming, the, re- reconfirming the video that I posted a few days ago. I told you there's something big going on. That's a, it's, Everyone's just so conspiratorial. It's like, oh, there's something bigger going on. Yeah, you're a sheep. The sheep all don't understand that when the 5G is switched on and it activates the coronavirus because I've I, I can't even start with the with, with the conspiracies. The one I made up was a guy who invested is sorry house party and zoom have the same shareholder a guy called Winston Chu and he has a company called ZTC Technologies who are based in a town that's in the same province as Wuhan and Winston Chu is the single highest personal investor into 5G technologies. So I don't think there's any coincidence there that coronavirus has come from Wuhan. And I made that all up. Um, I had to Google after to see if Winston Chu was a real person or a tech investor. He, he's a lawyer. That's the most high profile Winston Chu I could find. Um, ZTC Technologies. It's a real company, but they're not based in China. They're based in Switzerland. I don't even know what they invest in. Um... I think that House Pie is an American-based company. Zoom, I don't know where they're from. But it was all made up. 
all made up. But I know it could easily just take legs and fly. One of them I saw was um, they want us all to get this vaccine. So when we have the vaccine in us, the 5G can activate something in the vaccine that will kill us. Right? Cool. Now, here's the thing. People saying this is dangerous and that's why they want to make vaccines compulsory for everyone. I'm like, cool. But hear this. If the vaccine's compulsory for everyone, then who's going to be around when they switch on to 5G to activate the vaccine? Huh? I guess the people, I guess the, the you know, the powers that be, the Illuminati, I guess they, they get the vaccine, right? I guess that's what it is. So it's only the Illuminati that are around. So these big, powerful people control the whole world. And now going to be your toilet cleaners, your road sweepers. They're going to be their own doctors and nurses. They're going to be their own, like, teachers. Yeah. They're going to do all the jobs that are low paid. The super powerful because they've killed everyone. Yeah. When they switched the 5G on. Ignoring the fact that 5G has been in the UK since May 2019. Ignoring that. Yeah. The 5G is what's causing it. Coronavirus is a cover-up. For what? It's a cover-up. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh my God. It's too much internet. And like I said, I love a bit of conspiracy theory. Like, I love a bit of conspiracy theory. But you, you've got to do just the baseline fact check yeah baseline baseline fact check don't and then just see you know like oh i don't know people posting videos of birds falling out of the skies go this is 5g it's like, is it yeah because those birds are actually cctv cameras like i literally i don't think that scares me is how easily i can make up these conspiracy theories um, I was going to do one today, but I thought it was too soon to the one yesterday. So I'm going to make up another one tomorrow. Once I get a little bit more news about the coronavirus and just add another detail in, I can just tie it all together. But it's, it's fucking nuts. It's tiring. And what's sadder is, uh, is that people are actually reacting to these things. Like, how can you be saying with one hand, they need to fix this virus... Then also be saying the virus is fake and I ain't taking no fucking vaccine. <laughs> it's like, eh? Like anti-vaxxers out there, you know, that's getting nuts. Your fucking kids all vulnerable. You know, like measles and stuff. I think it's coming back because people aren't getting vaccines. It's nuts out here in these streets. I don't know, man. What else I've been doing? Been watching. They were good. It's not football though, but the craving for sport, nuts. So much so, I started watching um, this series on YouTube called, um, what is it called? Sand Rally Marbles. Yeah? Sand Rally Marbles. Type that into YouTube um, and you'll see. 
if you just type in marble race, you, you'll see it's uh, Jelly's Marble Runs. Jelly's Marble Runs, um, that's the that's the page for it. And I was looking at the Sand Marble Rally 2019. And I'll tell you what, guys, it shows you how much I fucking love or miss sport. Because you, it's, it's exactly what it says in the tin. It's just a video of marble racing. That's a course. They set off the marbles at, at once and they just follow the marbles and there's commentary on, on the marble race. And it's it's nonsense. But naturally, as a human, whatever reason, you end up picking a marble that you like more than the others. And then you start backing that marble. And then you start getting vexed when that marble's not winning. And you start cheering when the marble does. And it's just sport. <laughs> it's any sport. And so, guys, get on it. Get on the marble races. Um, I started on Marble Rally 2019. That's just on sand. And then um, I'll probably start looking at some other stuff. The Sand Marble Rally. I'll start looking at... Um, at the race course once as well. Marbula one. Ah, <laughs> uh, guys, I I can't recommend it enough. But that's what I've been. That's what I resorted to on YouTube. Start trying to exercise, doing fitness things, um, doing some hit workouts. But every video I watch, every fucking hit workout or what, it's all bloody core. Core, 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 abs, abs. All right, I'm going to do some crunches. Crunches, all right, 45 seconds of crunches. All right, 15 seconds rest. Now we're going to do climbers. Okay, more climbers. All right, done those. Okay, 45 seconds of climbers. All right, 15 seconds rest. You know, it's now burpees. Okay, burpees. Okay, it's like, can we stop working on the abs? I've got other parts of the body. Please. Can we you know, do some jogging on the spot? Hey, can we? Let's just loosen it up a bit. I can't do these things because my, my stomach's cramping now. So stupid. I can't stand it. Um, do a little bit of yoga. Get more flexible. So I've started doing that as well. Um, same thing, just to kind of stay fit, man. Doing that. But what other shit I've been watching on TV? Netflix. Oh, Tiger King. Tiger King. One of the greatest docu-series I've ever seen in my life. Um, listen, if you haven't seen Tiger King, you need to watch it. Uh, if if you haven't, let me just give you what's in it. Um, shout out to Andrew Schultz. He made me watch it um, with his recommendation of what was in it. And I was like, okay, sounds cool. Right, so there's wild animals, um, like big cats, and there are there are gay hillbillies, um, gay hillbilly cowboys. There's deception, there's embezzlement, there's murder plots, there's unsolved murders, cults, closeted straight people. <laughs> Um, mutilation, arson, oh, so much in this documentary, and I'm telling you, each episode you watch, Naomi didn't want to watch it, because it was too slow for her, right, but each time she watched it over my shoulder, and they'll, they'll say something, and she's like, what, is this the same show, I'm like, yeah, so 
how much is going on? I was like, I know. There's a lot going on. It's just, I did. You just know that this world exists. Oh, presidential uh, runs. So much in this. You've got to watch it. Tiger King. It is nuts. It's brilliant. It's brilliantly nuts. Um, what else have I watched? I haven't even watched anything else worth. No, no uh, nothing to talk about. I mean, what's coming back? You've got new season of Ozarks, new season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. got a new season of Sunned Until I Die. Fully loaded, man. I've got one week left at work, three days in the office, and after that, I've got two weeks off. And I don't know what I'm going to come out the other side like. I'm actually going into the office next week. Um, I have to because I'm leaving. So I need to give back my personal possessions and just do some handover stuff with the person taking over my job. Will we practice social distancing? Who knows? But we'll see. We'll see. But I'm driving to the office because fuck am I getting on the tube. Look at that carnage. Absolute corona salad on that tube. And I'm not I'm not going in that. No way. So um I'll be uh I won't be doing that. Right, let's go on some dear, dear, dear. Oh, dear. Because, um, yeah. Let's see if there's um, no corona-related stuff. So that there should be some corona-related dear, 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 really, shouldn't there? Dear, 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 I'm cheating on my wife, but now I'm stuck in the house. With my side piece. I was just visiting and then Boris announced there was a shutdown. No I'm one who follows rules. Um, <laughs> anyway. Dear Deirdre. I'm 17 and having sex with my mum's cleaner. But she wants to keep our love secret. Now when you say your mum's cleaner. Does she clean your mum's house? Or does she clean your mum? Alright. Anyway. Dear Deirdre. I'm having sex with my mum's cleaner. She's wonderful and I'm falling for her, but we have to keep our love secret. I'm 17, she's 21. Nice. She, she's, from, she's from Estonia and is taking a year out from university to earn some money in the UK. She works for an agency, so before the lockdown, cleaned, lo, before the lockdown cleaned lots of people's houses. Oh, she works for an agency, so before the lockdown. Oh, it's a coronavirus uh, related one. So she works for an agency, so before the lockdown clean lots of people's houses but she liked doing my mum and stepdad's house because she did it at weekends when it was empty my mum and stepdad were usually by the coaster where they have a flat she called around both days to feed their two cats i live with my dad because i don't get on with my stepdad i usually go around to have my tea at mum's two evenings a week when my stepdad is still at work cool one evening, I left a workbook I needed there. I went round on Saturday and let myself in. This girl was mopping the kitchen floor and I gave her such a shock, she dropped the mop with a crash. We both jumped. I explained who I was and we both laughed and ha how startled we'd been. She said it was time for a coffee break and offered me a cup. We got on brilliantly and I deliberately left something at mum's the following week so I had an excuse to call round again. It became a regular thing. Oh, it's so stupid, aren't we, it's stupid. Why don't just say, yeah, I'll come round again? Because one, that'd make you look des desperate and two, that'd freak her out. Even though you wanted to see her again 
and she wanted to see you again. But as humans, you can't just come out point blank and say, I want to see you again. So you have to do this flipping facade. So I, I left my, um, just shift the eye, looking around the room. I left my clock. She's like, what? Yeah, this clock, I left I left it. It's, it's mine. I'll come back for it today. <laughs> One day, I brought around a couple of bottles of wine. I had pinched on my dad's cupboard. You know what I mean? Real 17-year-old class. I got you something nice. I stole it from my parents. Um, of wine, I had pinched on my dad's cupboard so we could have a drink when she had finished cleaning. We had a great laugh. Drank both bottles and ended up going to the spare bedroom to have amazing sex. We have continued to have sex on a regular basis, but the secrecy is killing me and now it's all going wrong. I wanted us to be an item and, and for it to be out in the open, but she said she would lose her job if we were found out. This is true. Now mum's going to stop having a cleaner anyway because she's too worried about her bringing coronavirus into the house. The girl says she may have to go back to Estonia because all her work is drying up. But I've fallen for her big time. She says she cares for me too but can't afford to go public because my mum might complain to the agency and she wants to come back with them when the epidemic is over. Mate, mate, unless you're going to be stealing some better things from your dad's house. Just leave it. And it becomes a great story to tell when you're older. You know, I have never had sex with my mum's cleaner. And then you can just start, oh, God, you got me, guys. Drink your drink. People are like, you what? He's like, yeah, Estonian. Four years older than me. I'm a legend. You know, you can just do that. It'll be fine. It'll be sorted. Um... Right, let's play another one. Spy Games. This one's called. Alright, internet, don't let me down now. Fucking hell, it's the 5G. It's the 5 they've heard me. To tap it in, to tap it into the phone. It's the, it's the government with the coronavirus on the 5G. On the 5G. <laughs> it's the 5G. Alright, what's... Come on. Sorry, guys, there is no second dear Deirdre, because... Uh, 5G's cut out. It's. Oh, fuck's sake. What's happening? So, all these stupid WhatsApp messages are coming through now, but I don't, I don't want those. I want the internet to work. Oh, fuck off. Come on. Here we go. Nope. Almost. Yes, spy games. I want my strange wife back, but I've been following her to try and catch her with another man. Okay, so you want her back, but you want to see her with another man. So is that a fetish? I don't know. I would almost understand you trying to hide from the truth that she's got another man because you want to preserve the idea that she hasn't been with anyone so you can just get back on and carry on with her. But the fact you're looking for her with another man... That's a bit weird. Anyway, a year ago, my wife left me, but I can't accept the marriage is over. She wants divorce, but I refuse to accept this. I like your style, mate. I'm leaving you. No, you're not. Um, I'm 56 and my wife's 54, and we have been married for 30 years and have three grown-up children. I suspect another man is involved, but I can't prove it. I have followed her 
and seen her with him, but I haven't seen them being intimate. I discovered where she's living and spied on her flat several times. Cool, man. You sound like a right catch. I'm sure she really wants to be back with you. I still can't get any evidence. Uh, it's really, and it's really making me mad. I tried texting and calling at first, but she's blocked my number. Again, you're on a winning method of winning this woman back. That, that's how you know you're going to get her back where she fucking blocks all communication from you. Well done, mate. Continue. Also, I've invited her to meet for coffee, but she refuses. I'm hoping I can still persuade her to come back, mate. You are reading this so wrong. Like, you must understand there's nothing you can bring to the table for her right now. She's looking at you like a right weirdo. Ain't like a proper rogan. So just, let's relax, man. You can't just stalk someone into being in a relationship with you. That's all it is. I mean, we've all done it at some point, right? Like cock blocking. If, you, if I just continue cock blocking, then she'll get with me. But no. She just end up hating you for being a continuous cock block. You never the person never ends up getting up getting with the cock block. They just may not get with the person they wanted to, but they're not getting with you. Get out of the way. Right, uh, one more, one more, one more. Nah, that one's way too nuts. Um, uh, all right, let's see. These are coronavirus ones. Let's see. Right, dear Deirdre, I'm, I'm cheating with a guy my husband also with a guy my husband also knows. The chemistry between us is amazing. We're sneaking out to see one another despite the shutdown. Oh my god! Someone called Boris. I saw her exercising twice a day. This is not her first time being out. This is not her regulation jog. I saw her earlier. Earlier. Doing star jumps. I saw that earlier. <laughs> she was outside on a bicycle with someone that's not from her household. I saw her earlier. Earlier. <laughs> oh, I've got a new voice. Oh, Naomi's going to be so proud when I bring that voice back into the house. Well, hey, babe, I've discovered a new voice to annoy you with. Hello. <laughs> right. Dear, dear, I'm cheating with a guy. Uh, my husband also knows. Uh, the chemistry between us is amazing. We're sneaking out to see one another despite the shutdown, but I do feel guilty. I've been married for 10 years and have a son aged eight and a daughter of five. You exposed them to the coronavirus. I'm 34, my husband's 37. I love him, but I'm not in love with him anymore. I love that cliche. People need to stop saying cliches, especially when they're breaking up with someone. It's not you, it's me. I love you, but I'm not in love with you. What does that even mean? I love you, but I'm not in love with you. You don't need to be in love with someone to not fucking cheat on them. You know what I mean? I'm not in love with my mum. I don't go around having different mums. 
<laughs> ah, sorry, mum. I robbed all the money out of your bank account. It's, it's not that I don't love you. Just not in love with you, mum. That's that's all it is. So that's that's why I stole everything. Hey, mate, I banged your wife. What? You banged my wife? I thought we are best mates. I love you like a brother. Mate, mate, mate. I love you. I'm just not in love with you. That's all. That's why I had sex with your wife. Earlier in the day. <laughs> Doing my second piece of exercise. All right. Next one. Um, <laughs> I met a man who is now my lover. The same night I met my husband when we were all young. Oh, it's like a shitty foreign language Netflix show. Um, they were in a club together with a gag of friends. You picked the wrong one. It's always stayed in your mind. Fuck, you know, that's torturous. I don't think I've ever dated anyone who I've met in a group of friends. Well, that's the madness. It's like, you get with your woman and then you meet her friends... And you might think, oh, actually, I'll get on with that friend a lot. But you get on with them because you only know them as your girlfriend's friend. Listen closely to the stories your girlfriend or your wife tells you of that friend. And you realise they're a fucking nightmare. They'd be an absolute nightmare to be with. So, if that's on the other foot where you now you listen to stories, you're like, shit. She seems like that's the one I should have been with. Or in this case, seems like that's the one, he's the one I should have been with. Oh, that's got to be fucking torturous, isn't it? Absolute torturous. Terrible. No, she's just like complaining to her husband. I mean, yeah, he's just, uh, sorry, he's t telling her stories about his mates. Like, oh, I just feel so bad for Gary. Just can't find a nice bird. I was like, why, why? What's happened to Gary? Oh, you know, he's like, his problem is, right, he makes so much money and has so much spare time to spend it all on a woman, right? And, like, it's just like women don't know whether he's genuine or not. Plus, he's got, like, a really massive wang, but not too massive, just, just the right size. Whatever size you're thinking of, darling, it's that size. He's such a lovely bloke. Can't seem to find a bird. And he loves the right amount of sport. That whatever you're thinking of. He likes that exact amount. Oh. You'd be the perfect bloke for you. But you're with me aren't you? <laughs> anyway. I haven't read this. I'm so distracted. Um, This really feels like I'm talking to other people guys. This. So thanks for listening. Um, I've needed this just to be out of the, of the flat a bit. Um, anyway, so I met this man who's now my lover. And the same night, I met my husband when we were all young. They were in a club together with a gang of friends. They have always been very different, though. My husband's always been on the quiet side and steady, while his mate always jumped from one girl to the other. He See, this is what I mean. So you think he's, ex oh, he's excited. My guy's boring. No, your guy... Is safe. This guy. He's got. Flipping gonorrhea. Chlamydia. He's probably got the COVID-19. He's probably got COVID-20 darling. COVID-38. Double COVID-19. Jesus. Wrap it up. Anyway. 
The words be very different. Though my husband has always been on the quiet side and steady, while his mate always jumped from one girl to, to another. He's 38. He's got a partner now and a little boy, but he has cheated on her twice that I know of because my husband has told me, yo, your husband's a fucking grass. <laughs> my husband is a good man, but we're more like friends than lovers. My This guy's a plumber. And came round to help us out a couple of months ago when our washing machine leaked. My husband was at work. He's a delivery driver and the kids were at school. So it was just the two of us in the house. Jesus Christ. Look. We've all watched enough porn to know that you just can't have bloody workmen come around the house when you're not in, mate. Yeah? Even if you've got the most angelic wife. She can't resist. The charms and the innuendos of a plumber. Oh, I've come to check your pipes, darling. She's like, oh, yeah, there's a leak somewhere. Oh, but there is. And then, you know, cut scene. And I'm having sex in the kitchen. And he still ain't fixed the bloody pipe. So this is, you know, this is the problem. Anyway. <laughs> So just the two of us in the house, I offered him a cu coffee when he'd finished the job and we got chatting. He told me that he fancied me loads when we first met and was always angry with himself for not making a move on me before my husband did. I'll tell you how that would have worked out. You think that you two be together now? Living happily ever after? No. What would have happened is he would have dated you for about three weeks, smashed your back doors in. And you'd never have met your husband who's a nice guy and has kids with him. And you'd have been going, all men are fucking trash. They're fucking horrible. This guy is probably a fucking plumber now. Had sex with me in the, in the fucking SO car. <laughs> round the back of the SO garage. You had sex with me around the back of the SO garage, yeah? Because men are trash. <laughs> That's that's his fault. Medorable. Can't stand them. The trash. That's what that would have been you now. Yeah, but you, but now he's here in your kitchen with fucking plumber juice on his hands. Talk about oh I've always fancied you. I've always, I've always fancied you. You put the lead in my pipe. She's like oh. <laughs> oh yeah. And now what? Now this is charming. The bar's been set that low. Oh, fucking enough of you. Anyway. So. The move for my husband did. It's like they say, he said, you can't trust the quiet ones. I was flattered as it was years since anyone had flirted with me. He teased me by blushing. Then he pulled me. He teased me for blushing. Then he pulled me close and kissed me. It felt amazing. I kissed him back. We didn't have sex that day, but he started coming around to our house between jobs during the day while my children were at school and my husband was out of the house at work. So this guy is also not a very busy plumber, clearly. So he's probably not making money. Be so able to just come around your house to fix your leak. Yeah? He ain't out working. He ain't out making money. Whilst your husband's out there slogging it, being a delivery driver. Yeah? 
being a good guy. Going to doorsteps of desperate housewives. They're opening the door going, oh, that's a big package you've got for me. And he's like, shut up, darling. Just sign here, all right? Fuck off. Doing my job. Got a wife and kids at home. Shut up. They're like, oh, all right. It's only joking. He's like, I don't, I don't want it. That's him. That's your husband. Good guy. Making the money, working double shifts, triple shifts, quadruple shifts, overtime. Getting all that money in <laughs> for the family. And you, you fucking tart. You're out there with this fucking moron. Getting me vexed. All right. Anyway, sorry. Let's get back to this. Um, in between jobs... During the day, while my children were at school and my husband was out of the house at work. In the end, I couldn't resist him. We have very passionate sex. And he says, I am the love of his life. Bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Um, it felt scary, but amazing. And then the coronavirus epidemic and lockdown arrived. And now the kids are off school. There's no privacy at home. He said he couldn't survive without our loving. So a couple of evenings, he has told his partner that he has to go out on an emergency job. And I've told my husband I've forgotten stuff at the supermarket and had to pop out. It's been hurried sex in his van. Told ya, class. In his van, which he parks up behind the SO carriage. And <laughs> um, sex in the van. But that has almost added to the excitement. But it's brought home to me the risk I'm running and the choice I'm facing. Because you're coming home with coronavirus. I'm scared to throw away my marriage, my dependable husband and our family life. Have I the right to deprive my kids of their dad living with them? No. How about he lives with the kids and you fuck off? There you go. How about that one? But my lover says he has never felt like this about any woman before. And he can see himself spending the rest of his life with me. Lies. 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 He's telling you lies. He's telling those lies. Telling you lies. He's telling you lies. He's he's gonna cheat on you so much, so so much. <laughs> Horrendous amounts. Like you won't even be able to count. Um, I love being with him. We have such a laugh together, as well as the great sex. But can I really trust him? No, no, you can't. There you go. Right, next one, and this is the last one because I've I've been uh, talking for a while. I've obviously got into a rhythm, got into a vibe, um, and you like going to be doing anything else? Going to be at home? You'll probably listen to this all the way. So, uh, yeah. All right, next one. Dear Deirdre, the coronavirus lockdown regulations mean that I can't have my daughter to stay at weekends, says my ex. Is she right? If so, it will... Nah, that's not... That's, that's not the fun one. Um, no, that's definitely not fun. Jesus Christ. Uh, okay, alright, here we go. Here we fucking go. 
Wife's phone sex with colleague could become the real thing. Dear, dear, my wife has been having phone sex with a work colleague and talking about how they will have the, the real thing when the virus is over. I don't trust her anymore. Yeah, that's fair. Cool. Right, move on. No, there's more. We are in our 40s and our marriage was fine. We have a lovely home, have always gone on good holidays and had an amazing closeness. Friends have said how much they envy us. We have two beautiful daughters, 15 and 13, but my wife had seemed a bit distant and distant and distracted recently. We've both been working at home for a couple of weeks and I thought she was maybe just feeling a bit suffocated, though she also seemed more protective of her phone. She keeps on silent, but it happened to vibrate when she'd gone to answer a ring at the door for delivery. I checked it. I was horrified to see she had been having phone sex with a younger guy from her work. He's only 29. And how old are you? You're in your 40s. He's practically a kid. Um, and they'd been exchanging extremely graphic messages. So I confronted her and she broke down. She said, it was just sex. Whoa. <laughs> That's hey, hey, <laughs> whoa, whoa, that is how I was expecting that to go. It was just, you can't just put the word just in front of something and then think, oh, there you go, it's not important now. I thought she was going to say, it's just texts, it's just messaging, it's just banter, no, it's just sex, no, no, you know what I mean, she's cheating on you, she's having someone else's baby, it's just a baby. No, you can't just put the word just in front of it. Anyway, she said it was just sex, self-gratification. No, it's not self-gratification because you're doing it with someone else. Moron. And there were no feelings involved. She can't explain why it happened, but promises it won't happen again. But my trust is shattered. Shattered. I'm not sure we can get back to where we were and whether we can survive this. Right. Here's what you do, mate. Especially in this coronavirus times. You boot her out. You make her homeless. You call the council and say, hey, put her up in the hotel. She's homeless. And that's it. Let's see the 29-year-old will risk it all for her. Bet he lives with his parents. Bet he lives with his parents. You can stay around mine if you want. Comes round, he's still got bloody football posters on his wall. PlayStation. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'll take care of you. Shut up, mate. Shut up, mate. Not a chance. Alright, well, that's it. Guys, that's the end of the pod. Um, I've, I've spoken for long enough. Um, stay indoors. Stay at home unless you're going for shopping. Vitals. Good to see supermarkets are back to normal now because they've had to regulate us because we can't behave normally. So they've had to say to us, all right, only three tins of beans for you, you flipping nutcase. Um, so it's good they've done that. Um, so it only goes there. Only go to work if you can't work from home. Listen, I know a lot of people going. You're what you're going to work. Be like you shouldn't be going to work. It's it's my job, but it's my job. I need to be paid. I I know of people personally whose companies are now asking them to take pay cuts. So this is fucking real, man. If people need to go into the office to continue getting paid, then go to work, you know. But just try to keep safe when you do that. Go out for your daily exercise. Get out the house, people. Yeah? Get out 
Um, don't go twice because someone will snitch and you're going, I saw you earlier, earlier. Get back indoors, will you? <laughs> anyway, that's the end of the pod. Um, yeah, peace.